Day weebs, welcome to the Jaded Show. I truly hope your week has been so good. The tea I'm drinking right now is from Korea. It's an Oseolok tea, uh, a village road full of cherry blossom right there for you. Hopefully you can see that. Uh, this week was the first week of fall 2021 anime. Uh, we haven't even got all of it out yet. If you haven't seen my first impressions shorts yet, there's a playlist on YouTube, I'll link it in the description below. And they're also available for you on TikTok, so follow me there as well if you just want to see those. Um, I'll be going through the front runners, the ones that I would probably usually watch, and also the real drags of the first week of fall anime 2021. After that, we'll probably head into uh, the manga I've been reading and, you know, some thoughts on returning to seasonal anime and lastly, some thoughts from you lot on YouTube or TikTok or otherwise, maybe some comments from Reddit as well. The first week of fall 2021 anime, huh? It's, um, it's been interesting. There definitely have been a lot more anime that I thought I would be interested in that haven't let me down yet. Particularly the first three that I'm going to talk about soon, the frontrunners of fall 2021. They're pretty good. They're all pretty different. Um, and that's something since last time I was really following seasonal anime that I haven't seen in a while. With, you know, different premises, people trying different things. That being said, two of them, well, one of them is an adaptation from a manga that people say is really good and people aren't happy with the adaptation. So that's not great to hear, but from what I've seen so far of it, it's been really good actually. Um, I am not at all disappointed by the anime, purely from a viewing standpoint. Whether that will change as the series goes or once I read the manga afterwards, cause I want to keep myself pure, <laughs> keep myself pure for the for the manga until after the anime. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a different issue to be seen. Um, so yeah, the front runners of Fall 2021, I think they're fairly obvious. Uh, the first one that I was just speaking about, Blue Period, definitely a different direction, a different premise, uh, clearly needs to be aesthetically driven if it's going to a Picasso like that, literally take a saying from Picasso and put it as the name of the anime and then start stretching it out to kind of classical paintings like that. Right now, at this point though, it appears to be more of a fairly standard hero's journey like obstacles to reach his final goal um, about how his parents, you know, don't have enough money to send him to a private university, which, you know, greatly limits his options. But I feel like they, the staff know that the mood in particular is paramount to promote the protagonist's feelings. We get a lot of soliloquy in this episode, actually. Um, a lot of him talking to himself, you know, saying, you know, what are these feelings that I feel? Why, why do I feel so alive when I paint? And, um, I feel like the staff know that. That's why they've included the soliloquies. That's why they've included um, kind of the color palette, whatever he's painting, right? And maybe that's just a stylistic choice from the manga where Blue Period might as well make the first thing he draws and paints blue, right? But hopefully it evolves throughout the season. I think that would really elevate it to, you know, an anime to really watch later on. Right now it's kind of, 
sitting in the middle. The an the animation's kind of meh. Um, it fairly standard for like a TV anime, which is not that great, honestly, because you know they go back over it for the Blu-ray release and things like that. And right now, I think if they can up their game throughout the series, where as he's you know progressing through his art journey, the animation starts coming to life more. There's more colors entering the color palette. It becomes more vibrant and just general wow factor. That would probably seal the deal for me, I think, um, for Blue Period to be, you know, something to rewatch. Right now, it's kind of meh if what all the manga readers say, which is this adaptation is kind of shit, then maybe it doesn't get there. But I think it can stand on its own two feet if they really use that hook of the art um, not only in the story and the character kind of the character interactions and things like that but also just reflect that in the art of the anime and the music and the sound design and have everything drive that plot forward I think that would work out really well but it's only been the first episode guys so hard to tell um, I haven't seen the second episode yet I know some people already have but I've been taking this a week at a time and I don't want to spoil myself honestly I think it could be one of those things where it might be really enjoyable seeing it week to week but obviously this is all a work in progress we have no idea moving on the second banger of fall 2021 so far platinum end uh i did some research on the author because i did not expect this there have been a selection of more oddball anime i think is kind of the way you would say it uh more introspection or just sort of weird trying to ape like paprika those kinds of shows not saying that platinum end is one of those um but they, it is obviously more about introspection and dealing with heavier content heavier material so i had a look into it and the death note authorship makes sense that it's from the same guy um while going through this episode the first thought i had was you know this is like real life you know it's a guy who obviously has a lot of regrets in life and wants to get a second chance almost even though the actions he takes obviously doesn't reflect that but it seems like he wants redemption right it seems like he wants a chance to do good and then when he gets saved it rapidly like 180 turn it is so interesting how they managed to uh handle the sudden mood swing i don't know if that's just me uh feeling that let me know how you guys feel but um that sudden like 180 from kind of hopeful like a small hope kind of in the distance for something for him to do good in this world then suddenly he turns 180 into psychopaths where the angel shows up and she's like all right, dude, you want to control some minds? Here you go. You want to kill some people? Let's do it. You want to get revenge for all the wrongs that have been done to you throughout your life? Let's go. Let's do it. And I'm like, who is this angel? Why is she egging him on like this? Um, and then it turns into like fate or Fortnite, like some random battle royale bullshit where like 13 god candidates are showing up and he needs to participate in the holy grail war for like uh, as i said very confronting with the subject matter isn't afraid to you know touch those themes of religion of life and death and what it means to you know be alive um and what you should do with your life which um again it's 
straight for the park for it's it's par for the course for death for the death note author i don't know why i went with that comparison first that metaphor that was weird um it sort of actually reminded me of onnani master kurosawa which is a fairly old manga at this point it's like 13 14 years old something like that in terms of kind of where i thought we would get like a despicable main character and like a redemption arc not saying that that can't happen still but it's definitely does not seem to be heading that way it seems to be heading more into the depths of depravement if i should say of of exploring kind of the darker side of the human condition rather than kind of elevating the protagonist to greater highs and eventually rehabilitating himself like on any master kurosawa but like i said seems to be darker which which is good it captured attention it used the punchy subject material at the beginning to you know punch the view with it and then subverted expectations with the with the angel and all the rest of it who promised freedom and love and it's freedom and love for someone sure whether he can stomach being granted that freedom and love in the expense for others right now at the end of that episode seems like no but who knows where it's going only the first episode like i keep saying for the rest of these uh last front runner of full 2021 anime that i was really impressed by talked opus destiny whoa boy everyone is like holy shit that animation dude and that's true the animation the action and the classical music it's it's a it's a trip the animation is truly on point i'm kind of almost disappointed that two studios are on it, it from what i can gather from the recent history like it shouldn't be a problem anyway uh with mappa and madhouse but um first animation really left an impression we don't know where it's going either because it's an original series which is amazing i love it because that way manga readers can't tell me that the adaptation is shite um but it could also quite easily be a train wreck if they introduce too many things too quickly a la like angel beats or charlotte or something like that it could quite rapidly go downhill i think for now they're steering away from it because they're not introducing any of the emotional stuff yet which is both a good and a bad thing because what befell angel beats and charlotte is that it introduced you know all the feelings of the characters all the characters all the action in a very rapid amount of time and it was overwhelming uh, for, for a lot of viewers uh me included so right now i think the first episode of tucked opus destiny was a good starting point it laid out what it was going to do it lived up to its kind of classical music motifs using opus in the name um using beethoven's fifth symphony literally as the name of one of its main characters cosette or destiny and still maintaining um that imagery that sound direction through the rest of the episode with the rest of his sonatas and things like that moonlight being kind of the main one i think that most people will recognize so yeah i think it'll be fun for the action and characters we'll see if it goes anywhere kind of psychologically or emotionally i don't think it will apart from maybe exploring more of the dynamic of a composer and music art because we still don't know exactly what a music art is and he loses his arm every time he tries to conduct her it's really weird like the right arm i think it's the right arm just you know 
clean off, <laughs> which is a little bit strange, if I may say so myself. Um, so yeah, those are the three front runners of fall 2021 anime. Uh, let me know how you think. I think those three probably the ones to watch, honestly, if you're going to be keeping up with seasonal anime. They're all fairly interesting. They're all really different. And I don't think you can go much wrong uh, with those. Obviously, they're not... If you're looking for, like, slice of life, yashike, you know, healing vibes, these probably aren't the ones to go for this season. But if you want some entertainment, something to, you know, keep your attention for a while, I think these ones will be it. Speaking of yashike, my usual brand of anime, uh, there's a few things here. Shin no Nakama, I thought, could be really interesting as a more spiced up Eurocamp. I think that's the direction it's heading in. Uh, judging from the way the first episode ended, it seems to be letting go of kind of the action portion where it was just trying to set up the premise and it's going more towards, you know, the kind of slow life as the name implies. And that could be really fun. That could be nice don't really know it's very conventional right now the animation's not really something to be wowed by but the starting episode had a beginning a middle and end it resolved its conflict he got his wish so so far it seems to be under fairly competent direction so it might be worth a watch whether it actually is or not we'll have to see so as i always say but it could be really nice if you're looking for something that you can just put on in the background and um, just kind of idly watch while you're doing something else, to be honest. The second one on that list is Komi-san because I am also like all the rest of the bloody universe is uh, reading the manga and is really hyped for this one. I haven't seen it yet. Obviously, it's aired in Japan, I think. And it's on Japanese Netflix, I think, I want to say. But it hasn't been released internationally yet, so I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it should be cool from what I've seen from the promotional videos and things like that. The opening is a banger. I really like Cider Girl, the artist. Their other song, Melancholy, is actually really good as well. So if you enjoyed the opening from the like promotional material that's been out already for Komi-san, highly suggest checking out Cider Girl. The rest of their songs are pretty much along the same vein, really. The other things that I've been looking forward to, uh, Taisho Otome Otogibashi. Uh, or Taisho Otome Fairy Tale, I think it's probably easier uh, for a lot of the English speaking world, including me. I mean, I have done a first impressions already of it. It's really cute. Um, some people have brought up the idea of kind of the historical context and what that means for character ages and things like that. It was the 1900s, guys. It's a very different world. Do I think that it needed to necessarily be in the Taisho era for this kind of story, no. But it doesn't hurt it um, in terms of drawing attention. So we'll see where it goes. I don't think it's... I don't think it's that bad, honestly, considering that it is trying to take into account the culture of the era. Um, and it's important that we don't wallpaper over it, I think. As long as we, you know, treat it with respect and we all know what's going down. And, you know, I think I do. Or well, I think we do. I know I do. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, if you guys feel a little bit uncomfortable um, with the premise. I can, I can definitely see the argument. I'm not saying that there's no reason to be. I just don't think it's that big of a factor. But, you know, if you disagree with me, you know, give me a shout. Let me know. 
There's another anime that I'm also looking forward to, Senpai Ga Urusai Kohai no Hanashi. Or, you know, my senpai is annoying, I think. Um, or my senpai doesn't shut up, I can't remember. Can't remember the, the English um, name for it. Uh, but it's a series I've actually been following for a long while. I follow the artist on Twitter as, as well. And uh, it's really cute. It's really nice, very short kind of chapters in the manga if you want to go check it out. It's pretty much what it says on the tin. If you kind of take Watakoi, Watako ni koi wa muzukashi. It's pretty much that, just without the otaku part in it. <laughs> um, which you might say makes it less interesting. I say just distills the formula, to be honest. There's a few pairings in it. I'm not going to say which one's which. Um, but the few pairings in it, are, they're all very different in dynamics. And they're all fairly interesting, they're all fairly cute. So, again, if you're looking for something to put on the background, squee over for a little bit. You know, that's something to look forward to. And it's something that I want to see how they kind of adapt his art style, honestly. Uh, because I don't... His particular art style, I don't think really... It reminds me of Lucky Star in a weird way, where it's very kind of bold colors. So, we'll see where we go. Um, it doesn't kind of leave a lot in terms of the color palette for the rest of the animators to do things with. But, you know, we'll see where we go. Um, I think it'd be really good, but we'll have to see. I haven't seen it yet. I'm recording this on Sunday. So literally, probably the day that you see this. You know. Hard to say. Finally, the drags of fall 2021. The ones that really disappointed. Shinkan no Mi. My god. Is there anything more generically Isekai right now? It... It was... Yeah. At least there's monkeys for Sea Dog VA fans, honestly. There's gorillas in it. Have fun. If, look, I'm not begrudging you if you like isekais. Um, you know, I mentioned a couple isekais that I might follow. Shin no Nakama being the, the main one. But... This is nothing going for it, guys. I don't, I don't think this is it, fam. Uh, this, this, this one was just... Kind of a disaster, honestly, to watch. Uh, second one, Tesla Note. Unfortunately, it just doesn't get over the first hump of looking good. The animation was just... Jank. It did not gel well, the 2D and 3D. I think the only time where I remember 2D and 3D really being okay was like in Angel Beats, but you couldn't tell that there was CGI in there. And I think that's why it was really good. As soon as you can tell that uh, there's CGI popping up in front of a 2D background of 2D colors and 2D characters, that's when it hits Uncanny Valley, honestly. And um, that's when it really, the wheels fell off the bus, I think. What else has been happening this week? Um, manga I've been reading. Thank God Manga Dex is back. Um, I was trying to subsist of um, Tachiyomi on my on my Android phone. And uh, I I really missed Manga Dex being able to be the the one place for um, to read manga for the Western audience that hasn't been released yet in English. The first one actually is released in English. Uh, on, on a regular basis. <laughs> and, and actually licensed, I think. Uh, no Hakko, or Blue Box. Very good. Uh, if it hasn't already been said. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Suzuka, uh, in terms of kind of that sports anime feeling, where the two 
main leads, and you could argue three at this point, where their main goal is not like romancing each other. It's not being the object of each other's affections. It's a side goal, don't get me wrong, it's a side quest, but they're much more focused on their other things, on schoolwork, on how their like friendships are going, how their sports clubs are going, how their progress is going. And I think that's really refreshing, honestly. They aren't completely fucking dumb. Um, and they, but they still act like teenagers. Like they still make dumb decisions, but their mindsets aren't dumb, if that makes sense. That is to say, they still don't bloody communicate, which is honestly teenagers in general. And we'll, we'll see where it goes if they learn to communicate or if they keep trying to communicate and don't get through. I think that would be the most fulfilling way of adhering to the tropes yet still also progressing the story because a lot of times these types of things end up feeling like they're going nowhere because the leads just don't talk to each other, right? So we'll see, we'll see if they try to communicate, if they get anywhere. I hope they do, but it's pretty early days. I think there's only 16, 17 chapters, something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it's it's a nice read. It comes out at the same time every week. Really nice. And the art style is pretty unique as well. Uh, second one. Sore demo Ayumu or Yosetekuru. And then Ayumu took the point or something? I can't remember. It's by the same guy who does Takagi-san, um, and it continues to deliver on some really nice, like, slice of life romance type stuff. Thank God it's not exactly the same as Takagi, where it felt more sitcom-y. Takagi definitely had, like, wraps things up in, like, a single chapter, right? Whereas Ayumu definitely seems to have more of a running feel to it. I haven't watched, oh, I haven't read, sorry like his Kuniochi series, I think he's doing like a ninja one. Uh, I haven't read that at all. So I can't tell you how similar it is to it, but if that sounds interesting, because it's it's a it's like Ayumu, the guy, joins the shogi club because he sees the senpai and it's like, wow, senpai's really cool. I wanna, you know, go out with her. So he joins the, he joins the shogi club and hijinks can see pretty much. And while you can tell at the beginning, you know, the usual tropes, it does progress. It does go deeper into the characters' lives, their families, um, the relationship between Ayumu and um, the senpai definitely changes over the course of the manga. And the supporting characters are pretty cool too, in terms of how they think and act. So yeah, it's a nice read. Uh, nothing like groundbreaking, but it's not dumb, uh, which is, more than we can say for a lot of, lot of romance anime and a lot of slice of life manga as well. Uh, that's not to say that I don't enjoy Takagi or Moto Takagi either. It's just innocent fluff, but I think that distinction between the two series really helps out the author here in terms of having Takagi being more sitcom, being more uh, like one chapter encapsulated where the Honestly, the relationship doesn't change much. It does change a little each time, but it kind of is frozen in time. But Ayumu seems to be moving forward in, in a nice direction, I think. Um, so yeah, hopefully those two get a adaptation soon. I think 
Ayumu is confirmed to get an adaptation, and obviously Takagi got an adaptation as well. So, um, those should be really cool. Speaking of things that have a anime adaptation announced, um, Shikimori. Shikimori is not just a cutie, is the Western title, I think. Yeah, Shikimori anime out next year. Sounds really cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It is definitely quite different in terms of how I think the art style should be presented. It definitely needs um, both the shonen and shoujo uh, aspects to uh, come together in a harmonious way because otherwise if they mess it up it's going to look like a mess. I think they can because the manga author pulled it off so I think the studio can pull it off but we'll have to see. I think there's a bit more action than they're used to because uh, it's the same studio that's doing uh, Senpai Go Urasai Kohen no Hanashi. So, and that series is really not got any action in it, really. So we'll see where it goes in terms of how they portray Shikimori as, you know, being the, the cool badass one in terms of the animation and how they manage to control the swing between, you know, cool Shikimori and then the, the girl Shikimori in terms of how she kind of flip-flops between those two. Uh, that'd be really interesting. But it's in 2022. I think it's for April 2022. So it's a while out. We'll have to see. Apart from that, uh, I guess really nothing's come up as seriously interesting or thought-provoking for a while. And I've been out of the game for so long that those are kind of all the manga that I think are worth bringing up really if you've got any other recommendations for me to read um let me know anything thought provoking would be good anything romance anime would be fine platinum end might actually be worth a look for the manga same with blue period but i want to save those until after the anime is finished since i want to get a undiluted look at the animation first before i compare it for an adaptation sake the moving on from that for fall 2021 as well, the kind of meh of the of the past week or so, Kyuketsuki Sugushinu, um, or The Vampire Dies in No Time. I mean, the comedy was good, but I don't see anything else that really holds my attention. Could be a fun comedy, not something I'm really interested in. Animation was okay but not great and i think that's because madhouse is doing this one as well on top of tucked opus destiny and i think they made the right call here in terms of getting it to look just good enough to pass the bar because it's a comedy anime like it's not meant to look amazing whereas they're putting a lot more resources into uh tucked opus destiny so you know that's fine uh i still need to watch mieruko-chan i have read the manga a little bit which is why i'm not as enthused to kind of follow the anime as closely from what people have said the director uh and, and to be fair this is also in the manga but uh, the the director seems to like uh playing up the fan service yeah i really wish that kind of wasn't the case because the the premise is actually really interesting if you think about it where she can see spirits and things like that um and sometimes it's played for laughs sometimes it's played for horror sometimes it's played for introspection yeah, I haven't watched it. Uh, I don't know how it goes. I would assume they kind of adapt like chapter one and two um, would be my guess, but I haven't seen it. Don't at me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'll see it eventually. 
<laughs> Maybe at the end of the season. I don't know. Whenever I get around to it, um, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, the last thing that uh, came up during fall 2021, the first week, is that uh, Shumatsu no Harem uh, World and Harem got cancelled pretty much last minute on the premiere. Uh, I think the first episode aired on Japanese television, but the rest of it won't, and it won't be available on any streaming services, obviously. I think the direct quote, uh, if I remember Anime News Network correctly, is that they just need to re-examine the production. I don't know why you would need to re-examine the production for something like that unless it's content related. Or they want to make it not just about Booba, uh, which is possible. I'm not saying that they could just not make it all about the sex appeal. But from what little I read <laughs> of the synopsis from Anime News Network, where the, the, the plot hinges on there being a man-killer virus that wipes out 99% of the male population of humanity. Uh, I don't think they can do that. Uh, I don't see how you uh, do the acrobatics to get out of that into a more nuanced discussion of the human condition. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe it's not content related. Maybe it's something else. Hard to say, don't know. It's delayed to 2022. We might never know at this point. Um, and I'm putting it out of my mind for now anyway. In terms of returning to seasonal anime, I haven't watched or closely followed anime seasons for close to, oh, I want to say six, seven years since before 2015. I think 2015 is when I kind of fell off a cliff in terms of being able to follow anime all the time because I was just so busy. There's actually some really good stuff now. I'm surprised. When I when I left, it was kind of idle hell. Um, and cute girls doing cute things and series that never really went anywhere. And there were idle anime, just a dime a dozen, you know, Idol Master, Love Live, which are still kind of fairly big properties, but I've obviously moved out of the limelight now. There was that weird sci-fi AKB anime. And I was like, what the hell is this? Why does this need to be a thing? Apparently it's really good. Some people have told me, I haven't watched it. I don't know. Uh, I looked at the plot synopsis and was like, mm, no, not for me. I don't have time for that. I've still got uni exams to do and things to organize. Um, so I never watched it, but, um, and like throughout the years, it's been interesting to look in on the current meta, I suppose. Current anime meta is one way of putting it, where it kind of moved on from idols and cute girls to um to isekais for a long while konosuba phew, blew up and then everyone wanted to do a bloody isekai for a white novel um all of them putting their own twist on it uh some of them succeeding some of them not konosuba obviously still being reigning number one as far as i'm concerned in terms of how it handled both the reincarnation aspect and where it went with it because it was very focused on what it wanted to be, honestly. Um, the the rest of the spin-offs really diluted their focus and just became planned, honestly. Uh, ReZero, you can probably throw ReZero in there as well in terms of something that was a lot more focused. A uh, bit of it was definitely playing into, into some fan service, but what can you do? That's anime for you. At least seasonal anime where they, where they need to sell merchandise. Um, uh, there is so much anime though now, holy shit. 
It's very hard to keep track. I haven't even gone through all of the new anime series, let alone the season twos and the extra cores and things like that. It's a lot to take in, honestly. Um, and even getting the, the nine or 10 first impressions that I did and keeping all that information straight in my head about where we are with different plots and things. It's, it's a lot. And uh, I don't blame, or I can see why I made the shift to only watch series after they're done because that way I can follow one specific thing all the way rather than feeling I'm branching out in all directions and my mind scattered across so many things. Which is also, I think, why a lot of people are kind of hesitant to uh, comment on anime while they're airing anymore. Um, there's just so much to keep track of. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't think I've done it. So, you know, there's that. Alrighty, before we wrap up the show, thoughts from you lot. I got a comment on YouTube on my Tesla arm impression uh, from Just K, who says um, that it's the second coming of, of XR. Uh, I haven't seen it uh, because it was last season and only came back this season. Um, so it was in summer 2021. I haven't seen it. Um, I actually broadly agree after seeing uh, some of the comments online and watching like a PV or two there. It unfortunately just doesn't get over the the first bar of <laughs> of looking good, of the animation being at least somewhat possible. And that's unfortunate. Um, you know, anime studios have been experimenting with 2D and 3D blending for a long time. And the fact that they still haven't been able to get over the uncanny valley uh effect is uh at this point i don't know if they ever can uh i think it's just you can't mix those two mediums um in any significant or meaningful way otherwise it's just really jarring seeing a 2d flat image and then what obviously has 3d shadows and textures and other things being like transposed on top of it um, that's unfortunate. Ruby didn't really, um, get it right either with Rooster Teeth, uh, I don't think. Uh, it definitely got better as the seasons were on, but the first couple times, even with when it was, um, when Rooster Teeth was still doing Red versus Blue when they were, although that was a little bit different because obviously it's the Halo engine, right? It's a, it's a game, so everything was in 3D already. But that animation did look a little bit jank in Ruby because they were like original models and things like that and they were trying to make it anime stylized so unfortunately i don't think it's something that can work uh but we'll see how they go how they persevere um they're committed to 13 episodes now i believe 12 or 13 episodes so we'll see where they get to uh, i got another comment on my tucked opus destiny first impressions from tiktok as well uh snakeman868 said that it's hell overrated uh verbatim quoted straight from him. Bro, how can you say that from a first episode? Maybe it's not your cup of tea, but the animation in it is pretty. You can't deny that. You might say that it's overrated because you believe that animation alone shouldn't make a series. Uh, but in terms of first impressions, they count. Otherwise, what happened to Tesla Arm wouldn't have occurred, honestly. We'll have to see how MAPPA, uh, the other studio apart from Madhouse, um, how Mappa takes the second episode. I think they're alternating episodes, so it's like Madhouse took the first episode, so then Mappa takes the second, and then 
that has the third and so on and so forth. We'll see how it goes. It could be very jarring if it's very obvious where it goes action, plot, action, plot, action, right? Um, so I hope Mappa takes uh, some of the action as well, and as well as elucidating on some of the plot points and driving the story forward, but we'll see how we go. Lastly, from Reddit, um, there was a chart circulating around about the popularity of um, certain anime, purely from a Western perspective, I think, because they hadn't added any of the anime that hadn't yet been released outside of Japan, which is a few. Um, so this Assassin Isekai is actually really popular, apparently. Um, I know that this is probably going to vastly, vastly change after the second week because of um, not all four anime being out yet. Um, so, you know, we'll see where we go. I highly expect Komi-san to shoot to the top um, fairly soon, though, because it's Komi-san, honestly. But I think that kind of brings me to the end of my first impressions for fall 2021, as far as the first week goes. Uh, it's been really interesting. I'm looking forward to uh, the rest of the season to carry us through into the new year, and then we'll see what um, what winter brings us. Obviously, there are some anime that need to pick up their boots, some anime that are really pushing forward that I think can do really amazing things. Blue Period better not disappoint. Platinum End shouldn't disappoint, but it's probably too confronting for some viewers. Tucked Opus Destiny, as long as they keep up the action and things like that, I think it'll be really cool. The, the ones that really dragged on the season, Shinken Omi, Tesla Note, unfortunately, I don't think they have really much of a redemption arc. There's not much there, I don't think, from what I saw in the first episode with where it seems to be going tonally that gives me much hope. Shinken Omi, maybe if it really leans heavily into the comedy side, but the animation wasn't that great either, guys, unfortunately. Um, it was just really generic. Um, I guess you could, if you really like gorillas, that's something for you. Uh, um, we'll see where we go. It's um, It's been an interesting first week back to seasonal anime. I don't know how I feel about coming back yet. Six or seven years out of the game is a long time. Anime meta has changed, tastes have changed. People have moved on. <laughs> Honestly, last time I was kind of in anime discussions, was 2011, 2012, 2013, where people were still on the anime ski forums. Which I mean, I'm sure that people still are. Maybe after the shout out, there'll be more. But now people have moved onto Reddit, onto TikTok and other things where the rate of commentary has increased exponentially. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing yet. And um, I definitely don't see anyone taking on the challenge of looking at things weekly um, in a more digestible format apart from kind of reaction YouTubers and things like that. Anyway, thanks so much for being here guys. Leave me a like if you enjoyed it. I'll be doing this every week, going over weekly anime. I'll still post first impressions, uh, shorts on TikTok and YouTube shorts um, as more anime comes out throughout the season. I think it's probably the next couple of weeks or so. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube, Spotify, TikTok, and Twitter. Although I don't really post that much on my Twitter. Um, let me know how I did in my editing. First time kind of editing a podcast and I'm new to editing in general. So let me know. And as always, I'll see you guys next time.